Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Left Look. I am Julian, and I'm here with my two best friends, Jacob. Hey, brother Julian, and brother DJ. Hello. Hello, brothers and DJ, yeah. Hell yeah, uh, it, it's me, and DJ. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I just, I felt bad that I never say brother DJ, but now I realize why I don't do it. It throws the whole fucking tempo <laughs> off. Yeah, we, we, we gotta have like a tennis rally when we do our introductions. Ju- yeah, Julian, you gotta adopt my... My brother thing. Anyways, yeah. I know you don't want uh, to. Maybe. <laughs> we got to get the ancestries out for that one. You are both my brothers in <laughs> the greater the genetic test. fold. Anyways. Um, I mean, physically? Yeah. Quite likely. Okay. As opposed to... Ideologically. Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. But what's today? What a, it stays whatever day you guys want it to be. Yeah, what what day do you want to make it, Julian? You are the the master of time. I here. don't know. We're uh, let's say it's the that Friday. What day? What day would you guys like to release on? In theory, Doesn't matter. Totally you on lied on the last one. Well, yeah, but <laughs> now I gotta apologize I didn't realize for that. how big the backlog was. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay, well, save save your save it for the yeah, apology yeah, yeah, bit. You hang on to that. We, we got to get through the date first God, of all. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's already taken us a minute. Cold open. Yeah, we're aiming for three or four minutes on the date here. <laughs> so yeah, yeah just, if we if we extrapolate things like that, we should get through an episode. Just, yeah, back to my question. Assuming we record on a Sunday, what uh-huh. what day of the week would you guys like to release it on? Hypothetically, um, the Lord's Day. I'm just going to leave do... it at that. Okay. Like good. Like the same Sunday we record. Well, I didn't say that. I said the Lord's following. Day. Yeah, but yeah, he didn't say which Lord. I know there's only one. So good luck. I know there's only Sunday. one. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a scheming Catholic thing of you to say, Julian. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna steer into that. I think. Yeah. Like actually go to church. <laughs> <laughs> like well, actually go I to church and become a fascist. It. I was thinking he's like. No, you, you know, like I'm gonna uh, lean into that Catholics or schemers bit, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. You know, it, it came up once <laughs> several episodes ago. I was calling back to it, but I'm gonna go to church. So I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I've been threatening to for a while. It's it's time for me to fall. Do you believe in God? I mean, some some definition of it. Yeah. Do you need <laughs> me to disabuse you of it, or are you good? No, I don't think you could. Oh, I think I could. I don't no, Julian's good. very obstinate. There, yeah, <laughs> he, he will. Taurus, he will baby. at some point. Yeah, he'll just say no to you, and then like there's no debating him. It's just he will. He will refuse to listen to you. Yeah, um, Taurus. There was some... which is just is just a good take on right wing policy. I have a in great. Uh, I don't know if it's great, DJ. It's a great way to live. I don't know if it's a good policy for all of us to abide by. I, I'm glad Ju- it works for Julian. Let's put it that way. Um, what well, works for me? Your obstinacy, as we were just oh. referring to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I have a great anti-God argument. It's uh, You go against the three classical arguments for God, which are the cosmological argument, the ontological argument, and the, uh, the other one. And then... Uh, the other, yeah, and then one. the uh, 
then you use uh, Dr. Richard Carrier's argument for the historicity of Jesus. And uh, what you end up is with mm-hmm. a, a formula that says, like according to the uh, odds that they use to calculate whether or not Alexander the Great was real, that you would have between a 1 in 36 chance that Jesus existed and a mm-hmm. 1 in 36 mm-hmm. million chance or some, some nonsense like that on the upper end. I don't know what the exact number is. That's pretty good. It's a good argument. But I'm not hearing a zero. Yeah. So. The chances... You guys both saw Oppenheimer, and we talked about it on this show for four episodes. Yeah, he moves in mysterious ways. Dude. Oppenheimer or God? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that Both of them and also the Bono. <laughs> oh, Bono. Can't forget Bono. Such an important part of the... Moving in mysterious ways. Hierarchy there or whatever. <laughs> Do, the Did we do the uh, the intro? Should I move into my apology? No, no. What oh, day? You're not even done the day. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes. I, my... Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you had to. We went on a tirade there about tangent. Alexander. Why you got to call it a tirade? <laughs> <laughs> he went on a tirade about God and Jesus. That you really need to leave religion at the door. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, Actually, I think you two got to pick up the the religious debate. What's it called? Direct Karl Marx quote: "The religion is the opiate of the masses." Is the is the overquoted part, but the full quote is the most beautiful uh, inscription of English language that I've ever read. It's about three paragraphs long, and it's beautiful. I recommend everyone go read it. Yeah, you know what I think of the opioid of the masses what? is what? opium. Yeah, opium. great one. Good joke. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I stole it yeah. from someone somewhere. Yeah. Um, so anyways, Julian, the date. Uh, it's October the 1st. Uh, does, does, it, does it matter? Well, no. I, that, we, okay, yeah, today is October the 1st. What we're trying to nail down is what day of the week would be the ideal day to release on. Just Okay, so, so let's, when, when do most people listen to podcasts? Probably commuting to work. You think? I don't think it fucking matters. This is a news show that comes out a month after the fucking news has happened. So like, but you know, yeah, I, I think calling this a news show implies a pair of the biggest air quotes. Could possibly find. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. I, in the vein of Fox news. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's true. Compared to that, we're definitely news. Yeah. Uh, the satires there. Yeah. Right. Come on. I hope it comes across. Yes. Well, we're sitting, I hope. I hope all of us are I sitting. I hope your satire works to uh, defend me sufficiently, Julian, in court. <laughs> yeah. But, well, yeah. It's clear I don't mean anything I, don't think I this, say, so it probably goes through. I don't, yeah, don't think I this mean, dude's so satire is going to defend himself in court. <laughs> but, uh, okay, commute, that's a fair point. I was I was imagining that everybody would want to listen to the show over the weekend, like Saturday, really? Well, yeah, and I see now that's maybe okay. kind of. A... I'm not a good. I'm not a good target because I hate what we do. Ultimately, <laughs> yeah, from the bottom of my heart, yes. I despise podcasts. That's fair, but I. I mean, I don't know. I can't really envision somebody coming home on their day off and thinking, "Wow, I I really want to listen to three dickheads talk about leftist policy for an hour." Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. But funny. somebody trapped in a car on their way to work, <laughs> yeah, not naming any names, or somebody at work who's really bored, not naming any names, might enjoy uh, a podcast in the middle of the week. Yeah, 
Okay. Or like at the if start we start of the dropping this for singular listeners, I feel like we've given up on uh, expanding. But you know, I, I feel like it all also the policies don't uh, mutually exclude each other. But whatever. Yeah. You know what they say: a good, a good, um, a good channel really fosters a small community. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you can make it. You can make it on a small but loyal fan base. Yeah, uh, like two thousand people, but like most of them are subs. Yeah. Sorry, not so okay. like uh, patrons. Yeah, but let's. The <laughs> yeah, least yeah. attractive yeah. thing yes. to listeners is talking about fucking uh, housekeeping stuff. So like, wh- no, they want to hear what? about. No, the... so we're talking about them. Yeah, we're, we're bringing them into the fold here. We care about they you, and they, listener. They they want to know how the sausage gets made. If they want content, they're listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> Listen, I do my okay, best. So we. <laughs> We still haven't decided on a date. Yeah, we we were aiming for four minutes there. We're coming up on nine. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna cap it off here and say, I think Thursday would be the ideal release day. Like okay. early in the so morning. Is that the Very fourth or the fifth? The um, I'm. Well, today's the first. I'm aiming for this week, the fifth at like five past midnight. Wow, I think would be good. Because then okay. you, you cover off the Thursday and Friday commute. People have a better commute. Uh-huh. Right, because their show's on. All right, and then it's yeah. it's also out for the weekend too, kind of in a way. Okay, uh, <laughs> even though we've established, yeah, sure. If you missed stuff. it, I'm all in on it. Um, go ahead and do our intro, right. will you? Now that it's nine minutes and forty five seconds into the show. All right, and yeah, DJ, if you if you could edit it before like Wednesday evening. Then that would be. Yeah, see, that's. I knew I didn't that want to. I didn't want to accuse. I was waiting for someone <laughs> to bring it up. I was like, this ain't happening. DJ is a, a, a butterfly, unable to be caught. He he floats and <laughs> and flits as he will. Sometimes, actually, sometimes I do it right after we record. Sometimes it, I forget all week. It's just yeah. Sometimes you, most of the time you do it right before we record. Yeah, but that's okay because we are caught up now. You punted that one to me early enough today that we at this as of the beginning of this recording we're caught up. Wow. Hell yeah. Which is nuts. I think that's the first time that's happened since we started the show. <laughs> Dang. We're so professional and, and good at this. You know, maybe for a couple hours in Wednesday evening, we can have that feeling again. Wouldn't that be nice accomplishment? It would be. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> okay. It's Left Look. This is the premier independent podcast from the Gato Institute. We'll be taking a look at Canadian and international arts, culture, and entertainment to provide you with an unbiased, loving perspective. Voici le podcast independent par excellence de l'Institut Gato, with new examiner, l'air, so cause we live in Canadian, international, programming, perspective, and partiality coverage. It's cold opens like this that make me really grateful that Charles doesn't actually listen to our content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's uh yeah. It's apologies like these that makes me grateful that nobody listens to this podcast. Uh so I'm going to open up this week uh, apologizing to the town of Lahaina and com- Oh wait. Wait, 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 wait. Go wait. ahead. Uh last week and I know this cuz I just edited it. Last week DJ suggested a stinger just for the apologies. Oh no. Would you <laughs> Would you like me to to send you in here? Yes, please. I was dreading it. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go with it's too late to apologize, but that, was good. <laughs> that would have been less demeaning. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. Th- Wait, that what, was a great joke. What would you like? No. You want something? 
I, I want Adam to write something up for us if he's listening. Oh, um, I see. That way I have the uh, the intellectual property behind it and can make more money. <laughs> Anyways. Right. <laughs> not making any money right now, but, you know, you never know. You never know. <laughs> yeah. You can take that to Charles when he... When it comes to blows. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, I'd like to apologize to the town of Lahaina in uh, Hawaii, completing the uh, Lahaina saga. I saw I saw a number of weeks ago now a video of cops preventing a woman and her husband from re-entering the town to get their children or disabled uh, old people or pets or what have you. I didn't I couldn't pick up from just the video who they were trying to go get, but they were trying to go get someone in their town and police were preventing them from get, going back to do rescue work. Just like in uh, that shooting in the Texas school. Do you remember that? The, oh yeah. 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 Uh, it's just like, they wouldn't let the parents yeah, in. It's like, what use are you? You're not doing anything, right? Like at least get out of the way. So uh, I'd like to yeah. apologize to Lahaina and to the Hawaiian indigenous community. That brings out the vanguardism in me. You guys deserve a sovereign state. Go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've completely reversed on it. I'm. <laughs> All it took was some yeah. bad cops. A cab. A cab. I'd like to apologize to the nation of Libya because we brought up their uh, their Chad, their Chad in chief, uh, Muammar Gaddafi, and um, uh, when we were talking about him, I forgot to express uh, our sympathies for the floods that had happened. And it's in fact why he was on my mind and I had been reading about the floods and there's about 20,000 people dead or missing. So um, our hearts go out to them. Uh, we're sorry that you uh, yeah. that you are experiencing this and not just sorry that you're experiencing this, but that the experience is the result of American empire with which we are uh, complicit. Yeah, I mean, there was uh, no reason that you're. Yeah, a, a lot of their infrastructure has been like deteriorating. It bombed into fucking, uh, you know, the Stone Age uh, during right. Barack Obama's invasion of a, um, invasion and overthrowing of fucking uh, Muammar Gaddafi. Speaking of which, I saw a meme that was uh, uh, a lib left reacting to uh, Muammar Gaddafi. And uh, I was just wondering if Julian wanted to cap this off by redefending uh, his position on Muammar at all, or if we just want to drop it. Uh, what did I say in the chat? I, I was upset with him because he centralized too much of the revolution in himself or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good critique, but like, how else is there supposed to be revolution if there are not leaders of it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's that. And he's also. There's a movie called Hypernormalization, which is very good. I recommend it. And he's not portrayed especially um, positively. Well, I mean, kind of positively. Hmm. It's complicated. I don't know. You watch that movie, you'll see my perspective. <laughs> Hypernormalization, and then I'm going to go back yeah. to the movie. I also uh, apologize to Julian. I've yet to listen to the album Year Zero on his recommendation. I'm on it, though. I'm on it. Oh, yeah. Um, Year Zero, uh, what's the artist? Uh, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, thank you. Oh, okay. And, yeah. and then the uh, final apology for the week is that the uh, well, we didn't mention that the Armenians and the Azerbaijanis are going to war, and that's a pretty big news article. I thought it should have been mentioned. Um, yeah. The Azerbaijanis speak 
Turkish. It's, they speak Azerbaijani, but it's uh, completely intercommunicable with Turkish Turkish. And so, uh, and the Turkish were the responsible for the Armenian genocide in 1917. And the Turkish Turkish are on just on the other side of the Armenians and the Azerbaijanis are on the other side. And so we're looking at the collapse and possible genocide of the complete state of the Armenians within our lifetime. It's pretty, pretty brutal, and uh, I meant to bring it up, and I, That's and I apologize up. to them. Yeah, crazy that Azerbaijan gets to host an F1 race. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like maybe they shouldn't have. <laughs> right? Was was this like a formal declaration yeah, of war? Yeah, they're at war. They're at war. Crazy. They, uh, it's complicated, too. The... Uh, the Armenians were dope at war for a bit, and, and then the Azerbaijanis got a bunch of drones that massacred them in a battle a while ago, and now it's like even, but the uh, the Azerbaijanis want it more, and they've got funding from the Turks, and the Russians are like MIA because they got bigger fr uh, fish to fry, right? <laughs> like, yeah, it is a fucked up situation, and it's Washington's fucking fault because they won't let the Ukraine war fucking end. You know what I mean? But anyways. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe. Well, uh, <laughs> maybe. A, a little, it's definitely. Putin's definitely fault, too. Don't a... get me wrong. He's, a, he's in the yeah, war of there's, aggression. There's always... But, you know, who's holding, yeah. the, who's holding the big more stick in this fucking scenario? Yeah, you know I mean. Uh, Azerbaijan. <laughs> That's a, a good point. Azerbaijan is also to blame for their own <laughs> the, the, actions. Well, it, it sounds like it sounds like they got that stick from Turkey. I don't know. The, it doesn't, Turkey handed I don't know them if the, the Turks are arming them, right? But they are certainly not dissuading them, and are a power of a hundred million people within the area and could do so. But you know, they've been licking their chops thinking about eating the fucking Armenians for a hundred years. Nineteen seventeen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yummy clay. Yep. Mm, delicious. Um. <laughs> more, more stats for my, for my Western Asian. Yeah, exactly. Empire. They view uh, mm, as yum, Armenia yum, yum. as basically the only thing preventing them from creating a, a Turkish super state that stretches from Constantinople to China, right? And uh, they're not completely wrong in that, uh, if I'm honest. And, but the genocide of the Armenians is completely unacceptable to me. So. Whatever. Fuck you. How many Armenians are oh, there? Oh, I don't know. It can't be many. 15, 20 million? Google it for me. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. Please. I was going to move on into our next <laughs> bit and keep us running. Uh, what do you mean? You got to listen to me type. Running. We're stumbling here. We ain't running nowhere. Why you got to yeah. shoot my fucking shit? Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to keep you stumbling. <laughs> bang, bang. Dance boy, bang, <laughs> bang, bang. Uh, Armenia, two point nine million, but there appear to be many Armenians everywhere. Yeah, the diaspora is big, but uh, that's much lower than I thought it was. They are really at risk, then, right? Like up to five million in Turkey, apparently. Wow. Hmm. St yeah. What still? Uh, the uh, the rights that they have would be dropped once there's no fucking reason to. Uh, protect them is gone and yeah they'd be forced yeah, to assimilate. if armenia disappears the armenian rights disappear um 
anyways, uh, I was gonna move on to our next bit, which is the Ukrainian SS guy that was in uh, <laughs> the House of Commons. Did you guys hear about that? Is this the one they called yeah, a hero? He got, a, uh-huh. the, he got yeah. He got called a hero. He got uh, he was given a standing ovation. And he was there to greet the Ukrainian president, Zelensky, as he gave a speech to the House of Commons. Just mm. incredible. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> um, there's so much I want to say about this. Do you guys want to start? Uh, well, I can start at the beginning by saying that I know mostly nothing about what happened. Yeah. Uh, except that everyone took the opportunity to yell at Justin Trudeau, <laughs> and that's always kind yeah. of funny. Yeah, it is his fault. It is his fault. But anyways, like it's not his. He didn't cause it, but he has had the power to fix it, and he's done nothing. Julian, mm-hmm. no, I got nothing to say. All right. S- Who? So yeah, give us some background here. Yeah, Who is this guy? Uh, don't know his name. I'm not gonna uh, breathe life into him at all. I refuse to. Uh. Okay. Well, I'll just hate some like uh, weird gray. I'll color the character now, for you. Uh, or... He served okay, uh, in the uh, in an SS uh, division, which was eventually renamed to, uh, to the Galician Division, uh, numbered something that right. So it was. Uh, right. The point is that the unit that he served in was just called the 14th Division Galician or something like that. And that's how it slipped through the cracks mm-hmm. that nobody looked into it because they were like, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, <laughs> and uh, and in fact, Speaker Rhoda, uh, the now ex-Speaker of the House, had to step down over this. And, uh, you know, that's his entire career has been working towards something like this. And this fuck up, I assume, was completely attributable uh to uh some like law clerk you know some fucking assistant that he has fucking trailing (laughs) around him right some 25 year old (laughs) and uh you know that could be the end of the story but it's not right like uh it's uh it's not an accident is where I'm going to end with this, but there's more stops to make on the way. Uh, Poland has come out in the aftermath of this. The, uh, one of their high ministers of office has uh, declared that they demand this guy be extradited for war crimes trials, right? And I say, respect. yeah, damn straight respect. Well, well, sorry, the SS guy or the Speaker of the House? <laughs> the SS guy, Uh I think Speaker okay. Rhoda has been mistreated in all of this, as funny as that sounds. Because it is not a mistake, I don't think any head should roll officially. There should be policy changes, but we'll get into that. And, yeah, basically what, what happened was somebody was like, hey, this guy was in the Ukraine fighting Russians <laughs> in the 40s. How crazy is that? We should get him on to talk about what it's like to be in Ukraine fighting Russians. Yeah, but portraying and then portraying that as a mistake, right, is like covering over a complete institutional failing that nobody in that entire <laughs> audience can be like fighting the Russians in the 40s. Yeah. Who the fuck were they fighting with, <laughs> right? Like Yep. <laughs> and uh you know, the division that he fought in, the Galician, it, it wasn't just like some combat unit. They recorded, have recorded the uh, number of Jews that they killed. And it's 100,000 plus that this one division, nice. one division, like ten to 15,000 guys, right, is uh, responsible for 
personally executing with machine guns and fucking ravines and shit like that. Like as horrid as you can think about it. And, um, so I say, yeah, we send this fucking guy to Poland, right? Like, uh, post haste. Maybe we just send his head. Like, I think that they wouldn't appreciate (laughs) that, but, um, yeah, definitely send him for war crimes. Fuck him. In fact. Right. Uh, and then yeah. we're going to return to another tasteless bit from last week. We can't stop there, unfortunately. Canada took 3,000 uh, Galician soldiers um, from the Galician division and settled them in uh, Canada after the war, right? Uh, ba- basically mm-hmm. as a bit of uh, anti-communism. Uh, and so uh, we have to go make symbolic gestures. There are statues to some of these people. They have headstones all over the place that mark, that commemorate their service to the Galician. Uh, We have to go uh, dig them up. We have to go uh, destroy their statues. We have to go make... Launch the bodies into the sun. Same thing. (laughs) We're acidifying bones. We're launching uh, steel posts from space into graves. Symbols must be made. That's so unacceptable. The the official anti-Semitism of that, right? Like, no bueno. Yeah, at least, you know, get some plaques off some benches or something. Mm-hmm. Do something. Anyways, yeah. returning to uh, Speaker Rota, right? So, like, that's not a that's not a thing that he should have to step down on, right? That's something that we just have uh, mm-hmm. apathetically overlooked uh, for, like, se- uh, 70 years since the time the decision was made, right? When uh, anti-Semitism and anti-communism was seen as so rampantly acceptable. But now is, the, uh, now mm-hmm. is not then, right? Now Justin Trudeau just kind of glassing over that, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, kind of glazing over that, is, uh, is not just, like... Uh, our apathy and our uh, misunderstandings of history. It's, it's been brought up. We've looked into it. We know what, what's happened now and now action must be taken. Right. And uh, I don't care about speaker Rota. The fuck (laughs) the speaker job is so unimportant unless your name is John Burko. I don't care if you're a speaker. Do you guys know John Burko? Mm -mm. He was the speaker of parliament for a, Britain during the Brexit crisis and so I became really familiar with him and he was excellent at the job but then also he had the oh I remember order order yeah yeah right. yeah just basically yelled at everyone all the time because none of <laughs> yeah, them would and shut the, up he also had this uh incredible memory that he could refer to everyone uh by their title right so with with the representative from winchester be so kind as to keep it down as when the representative from westminster is to right it's really it was really incredible to watch uh him affect and i uh i in fact uh would uh try and uh you know, try and use some of his confidence and uh, imi- like imitate some of the. I can't obviously because he's got that natural English uh, uh, accent, and I'm prevented from doing yeah. that without looking really weird, right? And so, well, and he probably went to boarding school for years to speak. I publicly. can speak with that accent; it's no problem, right? It's just it would be weird for me to start trying to present that as fucking how I fucking speak all of a sudden. <laughs> nah, I think that's I, a testament to your confidence. Yeah, I think. Here's what you do. You can practice it on the pod. Yeah. Just for the one hour we record. Yeah. Go full English. I have a bit I've been working up. Never go full English, brother. Never go full English. <laughs> I never go full English. That's so funny. 
it's, unless it's breakfast, in my opinion. I don't give a fuck what oh, the internet God, says. No. I love a full English breakfast. Uh, fuck that slice of tomato. Yeah. That has no business Dude, there. Dude, you're not eating the... No, Honestly, no, 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 You're uh, not eating the tomato, right? You need to douse it in salt and pepper. It's just a vehicle for salt and pepper, in fact. I'm not eating it. No. I, I, I'm not pro-tomato, but at that point, when you've got the full English, like, man... I'm not saying no to that tomato. I mean, I guess. It's fine for aesthetic effect. Beans but it's are not going to be yeah, in it's... my mouth. I love beans. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so coming back to speaker, Rhoda, yeah. or whatever. Uh, who who, t- who takes the blame for this? Who, who is at fault? Does. Is it the policy? Who's bunch at fault of, here? A bunch of dead men. The prime minister takes blame for it, and then he acts, and then positive boosts to his popularity happens. That's how you uh, do politics. You know what I mean? You go, I wasn't uh, aware. But, so, but instead... He he just went oops sorry and then yelled at the opposition. Not and, the opposition uh, even right, just the speaker. He was just like you fucked up. He just browbeat him and bullied him into being like, oh yeah, this was my fault. This does look bad for the country. It is my civic duty to step down. No, it wasn't. You should take that on the chin and be like, this country is uh, avowedly uh, uh, pro SS. Apparently, I just didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could be a that could be a good bit. Yeah. A good hill to die on. Yeah, that's definitely, for sure. I would. Um, wait, wait, yeah, like, what do you what do you mean? This guy's name is on a war memorial, like a hundred feet from here. We can't have him in the building. What's up with that's that? That's a great <laughs> fucking interpretation of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and all of this is super personal to me, right? Not to reveal too much about me, but like my great grandfather, who I I talked to and I knew, he served in the German army and um, during World War Two, and. I used to joke all the time growing up that he served as SS because, uh, one, I love shock and awe humor. I don't know if you've picked that up throughout the podcast, listeners. And, uh, and no. Not you? me. Uh, not I. Shock and awe. But anyways. <gasps> uh, and two, I, uh, it was my own way of grappling with it because I was horrified by that fact. I hated it, right? I hated thinking about it. I hated it about myself. I thought it said something about me. But anyways, um, he was not SS. He was some fucking guy, right? But he also wasn't some nobody. My whole, my, he told my family growing up that um, uh, he was just a messenger, uh, right? And that he maintained that until he died. And then when he died, I got mm-hmm. a hold of his, uh, his, his soldier book, it's called. But it's like service papers. And he was promoted right. twice. So he was a messenger at first, <laughs> but then he was the second in command of an artillery piece and then the first in command of an anti-aircraft piece, right? Which, But he had a, a heart problem, so he never served on front lines and he definitely never served in any death camps mm. or anything like that. But, you know, still uh, passionately enough to get promoted twice, served the Nazis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? And uh, so that's a tough look, right? But uh, yeah. uh, at least uh, one, we're not giving my grandfather any fucking, uh, what's it called? Um, statues, standing ovations. standing ovations in fucking parliament. Uh, and then two, he was taken as a prisoner of war and then had to sign a letter uh, to be able to immigrate to one Britain where they made him marry my great grandmother that day in Scotland and then he immigrated to Canada so there's like it's not like he was part of operation fucking paperclip you know what I mean like yeah <laughs> and two uh yeah fuck these SS Ukrainians I don't know what my other point is <laughs> that must be wild though to like 
have your nation go to war for a cause it believes in and then like you believe in it too so you get promoted you're trying really hard and then you lose that war and the whole world like just keeps rolling yeah like doesn't even change that much and now nazis are being applauded in the west (laughs) like where we fought the nazis from that's got to be that one that's gotta be weird. that one Finnish Nazi who uh, who ended up leading the U.S. special forces and the other Nazi uh, Werner Braun who led NASA they were everywhere right they were fucking <laughs> everywhere and um, yeah yeah no I can't imagine it was uh, a very pleasant experience um, but you know it's not like he was punished for his fucking uh, his crimes <laughs> against humanity he came here he led a very successful life I fucking I I have great shame about it. But anyways, that's the end of that bit. Apparently, actually not the end of that bit. Uh, Christine, Christine, who's uh, the the puppet mask? Yeah. Christine Friedland, Chris, whatever her name is. Christy Friedland. Christy? Who gives a fuck? I've wrote her. That's not a a real name also, by the way. Yeah. Anyways, apparently she's got an ancestor who was in this Ukrainian unit, so... Uh, and she's yeah. so and she's running this show. At least I and apparently she denies it, like flat denies it, which is pretty crazy. Oh wow! At least I've just yeah. respect though. <laughs> yeah, that is a G move, but you know, not going anywhere. Um, she's nuts, thinking she's going to be prime minister. What? Uh, let's move into something else. Who you guys, knows? The, the future is a crazy place. Either of you got something you guys want to talk about? Uh, it's right. So yeah. I could, but we time and time again come back to this dead horse that I just keep tripping over. Oh man, is a man I keep finding good articles and getting just blocked right. Refresh the page (laughs) over and over again; it should overcome it. It, You think? You think? You think there would be some workaround, but uh, a there isn't, and b I'm very lazy. (laughs) It's this news is not worth it to me, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but but I can offer you several several interesting tidbits that I know very little about. <laughs> Please, yeah. Um, did you know that uh, the other day, uh, this book called uh, I forget what it is, uh, something about it's like the shadow self, uh, and this might interest you, Jacob, because it's uh, largely based on Carl Carl Jung's work. I was gonna say I um, really. Yeah. really hate Jung, but go on. <laughs> and so the book is a recent release that is inspired by this work that it's like a self-help book, essentially, by the end of the day. And it's about combating your own, you know, your inner shadow. Every book. And all these past traumas. Every book that mentions, sorry, psyche. sorry to interrupt. Uh, every book that mentions Carl Jung is a self-help book. Go on. <laughs> as they should be, as they should be, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, so so this book came out recently, huge on TikTok, just absolutely exploded. This person, the author, uh, is kind of a phenomenon on TikTok. From <laughs> no, I, I actually can't remember their name at all because I read they were famous on TikTok and then was just immediately disinterested. <laughs> but, You're such a uh, chad sometimes, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> sorry he is when, it, I just, when uh, it comes to the social media sphere yeah, yeah absolutely when he's just like uh, just, 
what I said. Oh, I fucking hate podcasts, and I hate that we're podcasting. This is stupid. Yeah, or I mentioned <laughs> the Speaker Rota thing, and he's just got, like, no idea. It's just because he's just like, I'm out here enjoying creation. Why would I sully yeah. myself <laughs> with that nonsense? The butterfly thing comes back, you know? I'm just flapping. I'm just, hey, a flower Fla- over there. Yeah. Yeah. Flo- go check it yeah. out. God, I'm so jealous of your existence. He's, he's grilling. <laughs> it's not grilling. I'm just it's, straight up It's grilling. not grilling, because grilling is like... Uh, uh, I'm off, right? Like I, I'm, I'm never. I was never on. DJ has been enlightened, mm. saw what hell was, and was like, "Fuck that," <laughs> and continued to yeah. stroll through nature. <laughs> um. Anyways, so about I, I only had about four paragraphs of this article that I could read, but from what I gleaned, this book came out huge on TikTok, and it has exploded so well that this week. Uh, a week when Oprah dropped a book, a week when a biography about Elon Musk came wow. out, and a book where a former Fox reporter dropped a big right-wing bombshell. Uh, all three of these came out, and this book sold over them to be the number one selling book wow. this week by, like, millions of copies. Mm-hmm. This week? Yep, this week. Number one best-selling book on Amazon. Some TikTok self-help oh, book. That's uh, making it big out there. Is it called Shadow if, Work? Yes, that's it. That's ugh. yep. Credit where it's due, <laughs> I guess. If this isn't indicative of where our, I mean, not only that, but the the fact that those three books, the four books I'm listing here, are what's top selling. Yeah, those are what yeah. those are the big heavy hitters <laughs> that beat out. And then on top of that, the champion is what it is. Book. Sorry, go on. Yeah, this is this is just uh, indicative of where our culture is headed in literacy, and that makes me sad. Well, I don't know. At least you're being exposed to you. That's a start. Yeah. No, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, uh, being exposed that to Jung is a mistake. Yeah, Jung is awful. <laughs> Jung is everything that's wrong with psychoanalysis crystallized into one man. Jung is the broad brush that Freud is painted with that makes him sound so ridiculous. (laughs) And it's it's fair, because you know what? Jung was just talking out his ass. He was just saying shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll agree with you there, because I read... Uh, I actually was interested enough to check out a sample, the sample on uh, Amazon. And so I've read all of the first six pages of this book. And essentially, yeah, it referenced Jung. I think there's even a page where it just quotes him. It just is like a big paragraph, inspirational quote. And I read this crap. And uh, (laughs) yeah, it was all just so vapid. And I just kind of glazed over and went, like, why people want this book? Yeah, to uh... if you want, if you want to explore your inner self, just sit down for a minute and turn your (laughs) phone off and just sit and think about your brain and go, huh, why am I feeling like this? And you will, in that moment, in like one moment, you will have just leveled up in introspection if you just sit and go oh how am i feeling the the young hatred um adam the music talent for this show told a very comedic story a couple weeks ago uh (laughs) centered around a a core memory that we both share which is that um when we were learning math and geometry we learned that uh all squares are rectangles but no rectangles are squares right just like a 
what's it called? The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell kind of thing that just sticks with you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Adam, apparently, it was so impressed by this that he uh, he took it home and he was talking to his uncle and he was saying, he was just like so uh, shocked by the knowledge of like concepts and things being subsets of other things. And he thought he was so smart for understanding this. And then he tells his uncle this and his uncle goes something like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> and uh, I feel similarly about fucking young. Uh, <laughs> I read Young talking about archetypes and the shadow and shit like that, and I go, it's nice poetry, kid. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go figure out something worthwhile. Please please do anything else. Anything else. Um, I thought that was bait at the beginning when uh, you were talking about, uh, you'll like this because it's Young. I should have just fucking let you read. uh, Good good bit. Good bit. No, it's uh, it's it's all helpful. Um, yeah, so that was the book. Uh, I'm I'm really struggling. There was another that I got blocked out of. Um, I think it was through the Guardian. Atlantic. Maybe uh, the the book one was the Atlantic. Oh yeah. Um, you know what? Let me let me pop open pocket here. Maybe it'll come up again. Um, yep. There's the the 24 year old who outsold Oprah this week on the Atlantic. Thank 24. You. Um, yep. Right? Sorry, remind me again yeah. what they did on TikTok. Are they just a TikTok star? Is that all you know? I, I yeah, I don't really know much. I know they're big on TikTok, and I think their whole shtick is just self-help. Fuck. Just become an enlightened individual yeah. in this age of post-COVID nonsense, where you can spew anything on the internet. Pop psychology. Go ask boys how often they think about Rome. It'll take <laughs> off. Jesus. I still love that. I've been enamored with that phenomenon. Me too. I don't know what it is. Uh, I, I'm enamored else. with the phenomenon in uh, the way that I'm enamored with everything in a self-hating and critical way that, of course, I hate. <laughs> I love the Roman Empire because I'm an imperious <laughs> piece of shit and that it reveals things about my psychology and that the last bit that we did in the unpublished episode of me defending it is vapid and stupid that, it, of course, that I shouldn't like the Roman Empire. <laughs> But whatever, I'm not apologizing for it. It will not make it into an apology. <laughs> uh, maybe one day. Uh, Give it some time. Let him self-hate a little bit yeah. more. You might get that apology. Honestly, you let me stew with it a little more and you're going to get it. Front lines of the self. Yeah, after this episode ends, it's going up on the on the pin yeah. board. Front lines of the self, as I like to say. Um <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there were yeah. two more. Uh, the one here is from the Guardian, uh, and uh, most of these I can only read the headlines of. But hey, it's something to talk about, right? <laughs> the Guardian is is praising these plastic eating bacteria as the next superhero, the savior oh, of yeah. our civilization. Yes, man, isn't that messed up? That we're <laughs> that we're that we're at a point where things are clearly bad. Yeah. And pollution is terrible. Our, our world is visibly messed up. Yeah. And instead of going, hey, maybe we should stop, we go, how do we get things to eat the bad mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah. Let's know. From funguses to bacteria. Maybe we can get some more seagulls. Maybe we can train seagulls to just eat <laughs> pop cans. You know, well, they, they train crows to get the cigarette butts, right? That was pretty cool. Uh, that's pretty cool. Just keep going. <laughs> That's pretty much all I got, man. Like this is this is messed up that we live in a state where we're so concerned with 
mitigating the problem that we can't look at the source yeah. of it yeah. and go, hey, maybe let's let's turn off the water before we start throwing buckets of water out of the basement, you know? <laughs> I, yes. I, uh, I wanted to go back to the self-help thing for a second. Um, sure. I, uh, me and Julian in one episode were talking about how uh, my algorithm serves me so nicely because I, I talk to it all the time. I, I actually, uh, to not shit on self-help, self-help as a, an entire genre, I actually follow two self-help people. And one is a guy who paints 40K miniatures and then works out and is trying to encourage nerds to adopt a healthy lifestyle. I really like that. And then the other guy is someone who's trying to overcome, um, what's it called, uh, bodybuilding stereotypes by uh, introducing flexibility as a, and strength as uh principles of his bodybuilding thing so he does a lot of things like uh, handstands and push-ups on his handstands and things like that just lots of uh more acrobatic shit to show the full range of his motion and things like that and it, he says stay nice. flexy right and so the, <laughs> uh, those are the two cute little self-help things that i use <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely good encouragement out there for sure. I don't mean to paint a broad brush. No, I did. Oh, Even it's, it's though, that narrow little brush that I painted there was actually a very big brush of the other kind, saying self-help is fucking garbage. <laughs> don't use it. Yeah, definitely don't fall yeah. into it. I think that's the uh, advice we can give here. Be critical. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you see something that naturally inspires you, like a flexible beefcake. Yeah then yeah don't don't let yourself be a potato that's what society the kid's wants a, a, yeah. a fanboy actually um he's not really a beefcake i uh beefcake can be a beefcake even if they're a you know what boy. that is true he's just uh petite uh, beefcake is something i is just don't fucking associate with him okay here we go with all the genders and pronouns again speaking of there was a huge win for the left this week did you guys hear about it yeah, ha, ha ha ha. Yeah, I did. Me too. For sure. I, you say it first, it, though, so we know it, that you. It doesn't also... jump to your mind right away. Corporations in America. No, we know. Corporations in America have finally caved, and they are setting up the first Hooters specifically for fanboys. <laughs> wow, is that real? <laughs> yeah, it's real. It's real. I think it's in Chicago. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wow. Hooter, fanboy hooters. Isn't that fucking I, I know it's been a joke for years, but I didn't think it would ever be yeah. real. I, I, uh, no interest of going. I don't really like going to regular hooters, but God, that's funny. <laughs> Good for them, honestly. I'm, I'm shocked. I'm a little surprised. Uh, I gotta, there's gonna be ramifications for sure, but where, good on them. Where, where, I don't see it. I don't see it in the news. I think I'm also not spelling anything right. <laughs> I think it was Chicago, but <laughs> just Femboy and Hooters should be enough, you'd think. You know, like how many fucking matches could that have? I feel like there could be a lot, and be careful, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see a meme going around. Oh, maybe I got, maybe I've bitten an onion. It's too bad. Ah, uh, uh, we all got. I was today. so well, ready, man. I was. You know, so what, ready to folks, go, take a flight another... and get here, or what? <laughs> <laughs> this is just another lesson to be critical with your yeah. thinking, and that we are totally full of. Oh yeah, uh, misinformation and, and disinformation we're... podcast. 
absolutely <laughs> we're here to keep you on your toes yeah like that we was might be right we, might we all fucking bought information right away though right yeah um... <laughs> i just want to believe so yeah. bad i just yeah. want to believe society it's possible is is capable of doing these yeah. things yeah but we're too busy putting bacteria on plastic and yeah you know what i want next what uh like a fucking uh what do they call it? like a a garage like a a car mechanics place mm-hmm. where it's just all hot bitches so i'm going to leave that misogyny behind and move into our next bit uh, <laughs> uh he unfortunately that has oh. that would sell really everybody well, but fucking that's just dares indicative. to dream about femboy hooters <laughs> but as soon as i want fucking there are already <sighs> establishments <Mrs. Luke>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Sorry, Jacob. You had uh, something we, that was you. not we're, childish We're gonna to move say. on. Um, our predict, our prediction here on Left Look is that uh, Gavin Newsom will, well, my prediction will be here is that Gavin <laughs> Newsom is uh, gonna be uh, what's it called, subbed in VP? at the uh, the Democratic convention, which is in August. Oh. And um, he has just done something recently, which is uh, you know, to me is shows that he's uh he's showing it shows that he's showing that he has the bona fides to those in the know to run the actual job right he's been, <laughs> he's been doing a lot of things that i would call press you know like makes him look good with the the nominal left the progressive left but now he's doing things that are fucking um sus and liberal and corporate as fuck right so right after um the sag strike which just ended recently uh mm-hmm. Uh, right after that ended, he he. Sorry, sorry. Can we can we have a a, a small moment to say good on you, good on you, striking workers. Oh yeah, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hell yeah to the union. God Empress Fran Drescher. Fuck, I. Uh, Praise be. She's so hot. Um, Fran Drescher, the leader of the SAG Afra Af, whatever union. So anyways, about... No, about I'm not Gavin. done on Fran Drescher. Uh, okay. <laughs> there's this video of her doing a, a bit in a, uh, what's it called, a sitcom. And uh, this rich man who is her date is trying to make her go into this uh, ritzy place and there's striking workers outside. And she's like, no, I can't do it, in her fucking New Jersey voice. And uh, I just wanted to be like, you know, even when she was on screen, she was like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. That's awesome. Good for her. Good for Fran. Love it. That's good representation. Where was I? SAG-AFTRA. Uh, the, uh, what, uh, Gavin Newsom has fucking signed, what's it called? Vetoed. Refused to sign, I guess is a better way to say it. He's vetoed a bill that came to him that said striking workers should be allowed to be go on fucking, uh, disability, basically, right? That they should be uh, on mm. workers' compensation when they're on strike, which I think is a completely democratic bill. The rest of us, workers, meaning, would be completely fine to put you on our dime while you guys are doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but he has vetoed that bill right after the strikes are over, so there's now no heat in the fucking media about it, right? That is such a nod Damn. to, like, the, the operators, the Democratic operators in New York and, you know, in California, his own state, who run everything. The deep state within the party, like, not the deep state, but the, the party's deep state. 
that's that nod to them that's like, hey, I'm a serious contender, right? Like, I will beat Trump. I will guarantee democratic hegemony into the future as America becomes the empire that I believe it'll be, right? Yeah. So look out yeah, for Gavin that's dirty. and Gavin Newsom. And then also I wanted to mention about the SAG after strikes that there are uh, three people that we would like to highlight here on Left Look, which are... Um, uh, two asses and a lion, which is which are Bill Maher, Drew Barrymore, and John Oliver. Um, Drew Barrymore <laughs> tried to run a show during the strikes, and her fans reacted so poorly to it that she had oh. to do like a crying <laughs> apology online. It was the best. I fucking I loved it. Uh, I hope she realizes. Damn shit! I, know I hope better. she realizes that her fans did probably gave no fuck, and it was just like this online left that emerged as like to several million people <laughs> to fucking shit on her, right? The but the logic of bullying people online is working, so we must continue to do it. And then the logic of bullying is not working with Bill Maher, unfortunately, because Bill Maher is an ideologue now. He's now right-wing or conservative. He might have been the whole time and might have just been some libertarian. We didn't notice that he was right-wing because he was talking about things that we liked, you know, like weed, mostly weed. Um, <laughs> but uh, Bill Maher is terrible. And uh, he's been saying things like the, the striking workers are asking for too much. He's been trying to pay people under the table while he's uh, running his mm. show. Brutal. Mm. Meanwhile. Sounds like his reputation has been marred. That was really uh. good. <laughs> um, Not as good as uh, Mrs. So the third Luke, one? though. I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm still giggling over here over that, about that one. And that John, uh, John Oliver. Oliver yeah. So John Oliver is a saint. Um rightly lambasted on the left as a bit of a pussy in his show like even compared to john stewart right but i think his jokes are funny and i think some of the leftists are a little mean online i've, I've watched his show I yeah think it's, it's pretty right. good he covers important stuff i just think he's a bit of a bitch, yeah exactly all, right like that's not it's yeah. not an unfair thing but he's a saint as i said and I've said before that he's got that good Liverpool heritage because he's gone out and he is uh, doing stand-up or was, I guess, not anymore, strikes over, but he was doing stand-up uh, to pay his workers continually while they were on strike, his writers in his uh, writer's room. Oh, that's fine. Damn. That is, that's Chad. That is right Chad. There. Good on him. Because, you know, he doesn't want to do fucking stand-up. He's got money and yeah, he does. He's got money enough to do uh fuck around. People who do stand-up are deeply demented and fucked up beings. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> they hundred uh, percent. They seek that out as a way to find fortune and fame, uh, either because they are decrepit and soulless, or they have had the harshest of lives. Right? Sometimes a combination mm -hmm. of the two. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, anything you guys wanted to close out the episode on? Or? Oh, jeez, we, we got five minutes to kill here. Um, here's something. Okay. Here's something. Oh, unless you had something, Julian. Well, was, you guys want to talk about what day it is again? No, no, I've had my fill. All Thank right. you. All right. Nine uh, minutes was I enough. I looked at the clock. <laughs> yeah, not, we, we cut it off. Joke's over. We're not going back there, Julian. We're right. not going to talk about the date anymore. And in fact, I'm going to spend the next five minutes and 15 seconds <laughs> talking about why we're not going to yeah, talk about the date. Just berating me. Yeah. <laughs> if I had the energy, that would be a funny joke, but I don't. Instead, here's another headline that I couldn't read into. <laughs> New York Magazine is comparing 
the what is it the ceo the ceo over of OpenAI, sam altman uh as the oppenheimer of our age what interesting uh, yeah what do you to make of that oh I know nothing all you got was the headline <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know nothing about Oppenheimer. Uh, does does somebody at the forefront of AI technology compare to nuclear man go boom? I guess it's a. Well, we're not. I guess it's. You go ahead. I guess it's a similar Promethean style thing. I guess I see what she's going for, but kind of vapid. Wait. Yeah, we're not going to know for seventy years. Exactly. Is that the thing? Like so you we, won't you and, won't and, know until the fallout is here. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll see who Christopher Nolan makes a movie about in seventy years from now. Okay. When when the AI of Christopher Nolan makes a yes. movie, you mean in seventy years <laughs> when he's kept alive in a vat? Uh. Um. Yeah. You got a point. Julian? I covered the sorry the world coin right on here. Yes, you did. Right. Was DJ here for that? No. One? Uh. Okay. <laughs> uh. I mean, it maybe. I'll, I'll give you a brief rundown on WorldCoin because what I think this is like his passion project and everything else like OpenAI like that was just a job he could take like okay he's a high functioning CEO type oh yeah I don't, I don't know if he founded it or not but is he whatever. is he one of those uh what's it called altruists uh, what was that Sam <laughs> effective altruist no yeah. I don't think he is yeah that movement's probably pretty thoroughly discredited now I imagine. After DJ's, uh, uh, there could be a resurgence, down. you know, <laughs> a, a phoenix, a phoenix movement. Yeah. Anyways, this world coin, uh, fucking the guy, the new Oppenheimer, wants to have one cryptocurrency to rule them all, and you know there is a leftist case for that. I think I'm not going to try to make it now. There's also the British Empire's case for that. Continue. Uh, yeah, and. Uh, how he's doing it or like part of what he wants to do is you can now download the Worldcoin app. It's basically like a crypto wallet. You can store Bitcoin in it or US dollar tokens or his cryptocurrency Worldcoin, which is great. But what's unique about it is they want to have every wallet registered to a unique person. And they, they right now they're rolling out like basically biometric capture stations across the world that are called orbs. Apparently they are spherical, which is wild to me. I don't know why you have to be that weird about this. but Because it's a con. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe. You got, conned, you, into a place. you got conned by crypto when it came out. It's the same. The same, same. I made money on crypto. I'm sure you did. Lots of people did, but <laughs> it's not a sustainable thing. You were bought into the message. <laughs> No, it's not going away anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. And Obstinate is what we said earlier. <laughs> it is, but, uh, but so far, so, correct. So no, he's, correct. he's trying to create this dystopia. Well, yeah. Using his currency coin and his biometric scanners. Yes. And then, and then what? The theory is that platform will be able to differentiate between actual people and robots going forward, which you know, I guess he expects to be a pretty big issue crazy that was a leap i was not expecting but yeah <laughs> you had a closing um, point dj uh sure yeah the, my closing point is that that sounds a lot like uh cowboy bebop okay. <laughs> um, I w- which is set in the future i wanted to end on a really funny bit and that's why i was hurrying you along there sorry i didn't mean to be rude oh typical um oh, oh. 
did you hear have you guys heard about what taylor swift has done for uh travis kelsey her newest boyfriend and his uh his sports league that he's involved with no so what sports league he's involved with this minor sports league i've never heard of the nfl uh, the national football oh. league and <laughs> Oh, yeah. Taylor's, uh, yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift fan, I think I've heard of that one. Taylor before. Swift fans Wait. have put this sports league on the map. Like it's incredible. Oh they? yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but anyways, Trump uh, also commented on the uh, on the relationship between Travis Kelsey, uh, who's a quarterback for Cincinnati, I think, um, mm. and uh, Taylor Swift, and he says something to the effect of. Um, uh, I uh, I wish them the best. I hope they're together for a long time, or not. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, how is she going to pump out another four or five records if they stay together? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, uh, also, and then, uh, I don't really have anything other to joke about there. But I wanted to end on uh, our summer's coming theme, Julian. You can still say it. But uh, I had a poem here that reminded me of the DJ is a butterfly. Once. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, NFL. What is that like? The American version of the CFL? Okay, I'm done now. But uh, once Zhuangzi dreamt that he was a butterfly, a butterfly flitting gaily about. He knew nothing about Zhuangzi. Then suddenly he awoke, and he was at once solidly and unmistakably himself, Zhuangzi. But he didn't know whether he was a man who dreamt he was a butterfly, or who, or was a butterfly dreaming he was a man. Surely there's a difference between Zhuangzi and a butterfly. This is what we call the transformation of things. Great. Yeah, yeah, right. that one's a, that one's a classic. Love that's that one. A... Honestly, that's me every morning. <laughs> except like, except more regret. It it truly <laughs> it's a Zen koan. So it, it that's why it reminds me of you. You're a very Zen individual, and then it's also got the butterfly imagery that I associate with you. So hell yeah, hell yeah, we take those wins. Anyways, hell yeah, Julian, summer's coming. <laughs>